Hello, I am Derek, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to The World of Vala. The World of Vala is a homebrew actual play tabletop podcast. Last time on The World of Vala. The preparations have been made, the battle lines have been drawn. The only course left to take is action. Nico's Cabal versus an army of vampires attempting to take over the land of Earth. What shall be the outcome of this monumentous clash? Episode 56 Snakes in the Grass. So we're going to jump right into it. So we ended off on the start of a great battle. Hopefully, all of you survive. But we're doing something a bit unique. Um, it's a group battle. You guys are going to be going up against an enemy that ranges in the thousands. And you guys just have a force of like 105, 106 or something like that. So, John, if you will, could you give a brief explanation of group battles? Sure, thanks, Derek. So the way group battles are going to work is, uh, in order to simplify things and make sure that we're not rolling, you know, hundreds and hundreds of uh, attack rolls and damage rolls and all that stuff, we've divided our armies into groups of 20. And for the sake of combat, every group of 20 is going to function like one individual combatant. So the group of 20 will all have the same armor class, the same health, the same uh, attack weapons. Weapons. I'll just say weapons. I don't need to say both attack weapons. Uh, and so when they make an attack roll, it's going to be one roll for all 20 people. And if it hits, we roll one damage roll, again, for all 20 people. And uh, this helps simplify things that when we have one group of 20 versus another group of 20, it's just if uh, the attack roll is enough to kill one individual, it'll kill the entire second group of 20. Because uh, everything is multiplied for the number of combatants in each group. Is that... Good. Yes, that's yeah. a good explanation of it. Cool. Uh, you so, mean to say anything else? or? No, no, that's good. We are cool. in pre-battle. So with large-scale battles, there's a pre-battle to it where, like, volleys and charges take place. As of right now, they, they, we are certain, we're currently scheduled in three groups, like we left off. There's Ezra, Meldor, and 40 vampires anticipating the arrival of the other army that was taking up the rear. There's Santana, Ignis, and Rokander in a group of 20 vampires doing ranged on top of the balcony, above the battlefield, 60 feet above the battlefield. And then finally, there's a team of full NPCs that includes Arcane, who's taking up the vanguard, the 40 vampires that are taking up the, I don't know, battle turns, the directly behind the vanguard. <laughs> starboard? Uh, yeah, the starboard. They're the, they're the starboard part. Could you just say midguard? Uh, no, we're, they're, they're the, they're, we've got the vanguard and the starboard port. We've got the fronties and the backs. And then finally there's star taking up the rear. So... Before we roll initiative, Ezra's not going to be an initiative for this because she's talking. But yeah. we're gonna we're gonna switch, like we're in like a TV show. We're gonna cut scenes. We're gonna cut to the different scenes. Cool. Yeah. So we've got we've got our three different teams, and we'll be focusing on each individual team one at a time. Yep. Yeah. So up first, 
I'm going to do the team of actual players. <laughs> That's a really good idea. So, from since you guys are ranged, you have the option to do a preemptive volley. Um, so, cool guys. Okay, so Rokander doesn't have ranged attacks. Yeah. Uh, can I look around to see if there's any like large rocks in the area I'm in? So yeah. I can just chuck a rock. All right. Do I need to investigate or just kind of look? I mean, the rocks. But you can just look. Cool. I I just look. You just look. Yeah. yeah there's like rocks, pebbles, like rocks of various sizes. It's an old ruin. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up one of those bad boys, and that's what I'm gonna use for the, when when we volley. I'm just gonna pick up some rocks and just chuck them. Okay. Your vampires also pick up the rocks. Yeah, follow me, vampires. Be pleased. As they like all just like grab rocks in their hands. Some of them put rocks in their mouths. (laughs) So, Santana. Yes. What are you going to do? Okay, so. Because the plan is just to attack them from the top, right? Yeah. Because you already busted them. What I think we should do is uh, the vampires and then Santana and Rokander should all focus fire on one group of 20. Just to try and whittle that down. That's what I'm doing. I was going to do this Vakonic last time. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. And now we... Wait. What do you guys want Ignis to do? Oh, Ignis is still there. Does he have ranged attacks? He does. Uh, wh- what are some of those? He can fly. Can I just go above him? I just love the video, because I know, like, we're paused in, like, real life, because obviously Ignis knows what his own ranged attacks are, but I just like the visual of, like, we're all picking up rocks and getting ready to throw them, and it's like, oh, Ignis, um, what are you going to do, Ignis? You want to, hey, sorry, guys, hang on a second, what's, what you got, Ignis? What are you, you going to throw? So, Ignis has wind attacks. And those use mana, correct? Yep, those use mana. Okay, then I think for the moment, uh, I mean, obviously we can't control Ignis, but I think he might want to throw rocks as well. I think we all need to conserve our conserve uh, our mana for um, the second fight because we use it all here. We might be screwed when we get to the larger armies. Yes, Asia. She um. had her hand up. <laughs> <laughs> she was being very polite. Can I move this more? Yeah. Second? As a five hundred year old angel man, are his mana capabilities different from those of our own? Oh, yeah, so I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, if he's got a butt ton of mana, then... Uh, but knows how to pace himself. Yeah, um... Can you, uh, I guess what I was asking is, can you then have Ignis just manage his mana Can we responsibly? put him on tactics mode? Yeah, you want to talk to him? Oh, shoot. Hey, uh, like a person? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just talk about him out of character to the DM. Hey, um, hey what's up? So... How much mana do you have? I guess a lot. Specifically, how much mana do you have? Do you need to pace it? I mean, uh, wind spells have always been kind of easy for me to do. Can I, like, have him cut the BS? I'm, like, stressed. Um, I'm going to roll. Can I roll a persuasion? Can I have him, like, set No, persuasion? Sure. Give, give us the digits. We got, we got another numbers. I have a 17. I have a lot of magic. Like more than 100? Mm. Okay. 
Whatever. Okay. So I'm just gonna say you're probably you're not gonna get his number of the amount of magic. Cool. He has. No one uses numbers. <laughs> yeah. In <no>. real life. <laughs> I suppose it makes it in the world of Alex. See, that's why. That's why I was asking Derek, not Ignis. I'd say about seventeen stamina. Yeah. Hey Asia, what's your strength score? Um. Well done. <laughs> if you had to ask. I mean, I suppose theoretically, because they list out the specific amount you can lift to their strength score, we could just like deadlift until we found our upper limit and then give that a number. <laughs> but that's a lot of math, and, and I'm overthinking this. And lifting, I'm <laughs> and, not and, into it. And mana isn't a direct comparison to strength. So, since he's your teammate, um, he has 100 points of magic. Cool, 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 cool. And wind spells are take up half of it. He uses half as much magic to use a wind spell. Then yeah, I think we should just have him use magic ranged attacks. Pew, pew, pew. Cool. So uh, me and the vampire is going to chuck a bunch of rocks. Should we'll I do... also chuck a bunch of rocks just because... Reconica... That's up to you. No, because um, the thing is, Vakonica is just tied to my health. Which I'm... That's true. I mean, I, I'd recommend not Vakonica blasting all the time, but your decision. Um, oh, yeah. And then Ignis will just do what Ignis does. Because that's Ignis. It's the same. That's Ignis. Okay, sure. so uh, Team Overlook cool. is ready. Okay. So, do we start with the rolling initiative? You roll to hit for your volleys. Cool. Which, which, so there's, you're gonna, you're, are you going to try to attack the closest vampires? Yeah, so I think we'll attack um, that first black d20. Mm. Okay, so it's the one nearest your little pedestal. Okay. Yeah. So, roll to hit. Okay, so um, do you want me to just roll for the vampires? I can roll for the vampires. Or, yeah, have Derek roll for the vampires. Okay. That's why it's not in my hands when they cool. fail. <laughs> uh, do we have any modifiers to our rock chucks? Um, if you have strength, you have strength modifier to it. Would it be, uh, I was, was going to say dexterity, but the same number for me. Okay. I, got, I got a 12. Hey, I got a 12. Ah! Well, you look at that. So, the vampires... 12, 10. Y'all hit. We all hit? Y'all hit. Sweet. Uh, how much damage does just a friggin' rock do? Um, I'm gonna have the rocks to D4. D4? That's fair. Okay. Okay. And for Vakona Blast, it's a D10? Yep. And then, um... Or it's, it's a D10. Yeah, I wrote it down. If you're, if you're a warlock, you don't have to roll to activate your Vakonic mode. This is before battle. Oh, I thought you still had to roll when you were out of. Mm-hmm. Out of battle, you don't. You can just turn it on and off. Oh. Wow. Doing for every day. I got two, plus one. Going to the Wow. So three. Sam, your Vakonic blast did the exact same amount of damage as me just chucking a rock. Well. I got three damage. Um, since that out, I'm sorry. Um, How'd the vampires I, do? I don't add anything to my Vakonic class either, right? They have a three. Mm. Wow, me and the vampires Times all... 20. Right. So that's... 60. <laughs> 60 plus our... So 66 damage yeah, to so... the first group. Yeah, they're gone. Awesome. You guys, you guys killed 20 out of the 400 vampires that are in this room. 380! Ooh. And so now let me roll for Ignis. 
So Igneous kind of just like laughs a bit because you guys just took down 20. Oh. And you got an 18. Mm -hmm. And you see him charge up a wind attack. Mm -hmm. And it's, a, it's like a hurricane condensed into a ball. And you see these like rings spinning around it. It's like you're hearing the screeching sound of wind against stone as all the vampires turn to your attention. And then he throws the spell in the middle of that group of remaining two, four, six, eight, 80 vampires. And... Sorry, I have to roll um, 30 d4s. <laughs> That's such a weird number. <laughs> I mean, the good news is the minimum damage is 30. So, like. One second out, I think. Well, if it's an AoE, then it's the same damage it's to every AOE. group. Yeah, so they'd all be getting 30 damage. Sweet. Yeah, they all got 78. My god. Wow. So, in the first volley, a hundred vampires are gone. And with that, roll initiative. And with that, Ignis used all of, all of his magic. So you see him slump up against the wall. He used all of it in that one attack? I'm so Well, most of it. Ah! I just are picking up rocks. Okay. After rolling initiative, the order currently is the... Starboard port slash Midgard vampires. Both of them are one and two. Then it's the big bad for this particular area. Santana, Star, uh, a group of vampires known as the purple vampires. <laughs> They'll be designated as purple vampires. Then the red vampires. Then the overlook vampires with Ignis, Santana, and Rokander. Then Rokander himself. Then the purple vampires. And then Arcane and Ignis. I just love that our two most powerful characters are going dead last. So. The starboard port Midgard vampires, they are going first. But before they rush into the room, clapping is heard. And you see a figure before they briefly disappear within a mound of robes and flesh. So you see appear or disappear? Like dematerialize and then materialize is something else. So you saw something that can be described as a person and then they and rebuilt into something else. Mm -hmm. And there's this twisted looking monster of rags, chains, and cloaks. They are 
It's formed with many wailing faces. As if its entire being is made out of souls that are constantly screaming in agony. So, Derek, quick question. Yes. Because uh, this happened at the beginning of the monologue. Before the creature dematerialized, can I do a quick perception check to see if it's holding um, the pair to my vision stone? Yeah. Okay. So you grip your uh, stone? No. I just want to see if, if I can see it holding a vision stone. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hold off on actually using mine um, before, you know, I want to be taken out at the beginning of combat. So I rolled uh, an unnatural 20 on perception. You didn't see it. Okay, so to be clear... They uh, don't have it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that like I didn't just not see something, but it looked to me they didn't have a vision stone. Mm-hmm. Cool. So the person, the thing, whatever this creature is, waits a beat. And then it slowly turns its mound of body, slightly levitating off the floor towards the people at the balcony. I don't like that. Now. And it starts speaking. Now you might be thinking, it's gonna kill me. They're gonna torture me. Some more creative among you would go into detail about how I would torture and or kill you. A dark room echoing with screams, blood dripping from newly opened wounds, slowly at one point, yet fast at others, limbs chopped off with barely sharpened axes, exposed bones grinded down with metal rods. Rooms filled with medical equipment and staff keeping you alive, just enough so I can do it all over again. How long will I last, you wonder? Will you cover, cower before any of it even begins? Will you endure it all and die like some sort of martyr? Or you cave somewhere along the way? Others will imagine me doing all that to them, but to their, but to their loved ones and in front of them, when now there is a thought. But what will I do? Who knows? Will I, do, will I do it to others once my plan succeeds? Who knows? What you do know for certain is that you, at this very moment, are mine. And that everything I just told you could become a reality. So, everyone roll a constitution check. Good. Nat 20. Rokander is unafraid. It actually becomes a, a 24, just in case that somehow matters. But I Do hope it doesn't. Constitution? Yeah, constitution saving throw modifier. It'll be at the top left, right next to your dexterity score. Ooh. So I got a negative one, but I'm a Vaconic in Vaconic mode, so it is just an 11 in total. So it's just what I have. Sorry, I thought you said you got a negative one as your roll. I was like, <laughs> I was like how? <laughs> what? I mean, I suppose if you had somehow a negative two modifier, which exists, but that's crazy. Hey, like, you, so no NPC or no player character has a number. Oh, uh, I I only rolled one for the vampire groups for you guys. Mm. Um, I got a one, so I'm gonna start stop using this dice. 
but I'm going to let that one stand. So, so our, our vampire group's got a critical fail to that constitution yes. saving throw. Derek, quick question. Was that an easy roll or die? Yes. That was an easy roll or die? Yes. Wow. Well, I've got to stop asking this question. Yeah. Just so you know, uh, if, if you ever decide that you need to get different easy roll or die, there's currently a sale this weekend on... The easy. weekend that we're recording this. Not the... the we, uh, these dates. Well, to be fair, Easy Roller Die always has sales. There's always a sale going on on Easy Roller Die. What's the website? EasyRollerDie.com? EasyRollerDie.com. I'm glad you've had some sort of levity with this because the vampires that I rolled a one with were the ones on the balcony with you. Yeah. I... Yeah. That's not going to be fun. That's just love. Life. So let me roll. <laughs> Before I tell you what happens because I roll a one, I'm going to roll for the other two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those two vampires. So what did you, what did everyone else get? Eleven. Get eleven. Mm-hmm. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. Um. The one t- the the vampire group to the left of Star Red runs away. Cold. Red. Runs away. Back down the corridor where everyone was at last episode. I'm going to assume they have a 30 move speed. Mm-hmm. The one, the other one, the gold vampire group, they're fine. They're a bit shaken, but they seem fine. The one on the overlook with our three main characters have switched sides. Okay, so cool question. Now, I because I got a nat 20 in a constitution saving throw, uh, can I try and leverage that into turning our vampires back by showing them how unafraid I am and giving them a, a bit speech? Can I help also? You can try. <clears throat> can I use... If that fails, can I look? Do you have persuasion? Do you have a modifier? I, yeah, I'm, I'm persuasive. Okay. Yeah. Who's <clears throat> more persuasive? I, I have yeah. a five modifier to persuasion. I have... Also, huh? I have like... There's like, yeah, I have a seven. You have a seven persuasion? Yeah, seven plus seven. I have like plus cool. two and then I have charisma. So it's seven in total. That's drasking. Okay, cool. Do you wanna. Do you wanna it's a seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I trust you. Okay. Go for it. Okay, sweet. So I'm, just do, I'm doing the speech. Go ahead, give the speech. I'm not good at giving speeches. I'm do you want me? You want me to give the speech, and then like we can, we like our characters will just, we just team no, it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, like like Rokander will talk, and then yeah, and I'll talk. Yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Your petty threats don't scare me. If you could do half the things you claim, try it. My group and I, we are unafraid, for we are strong, and you are nothing but weak. So go ahead. Try. Your mistress would never approve of this kind of treachery. Treasonous, honestly. And I'm gonna roll? Traitor! Don't let me get Ezra out here, I swear. Do me a roll of persuasion. Oh, I got uh, an 18, but do you, can you assist? Yeah, do I roll an assist or, all right. God damn it. Uh. <laughs> 
Is, is the assist just by itself, or is it as if I did a persuasion? No, it's uh, by itself. So four. Okay, so I'm going to have Ignis roll for assist. 17. So that's plus two? Yeah, that's a, that's a unnatural woo, 20. Woo, woo. If they don't get back on the side, I'm really sad. Go ahead and say plus, plus one because I... Yeah, it's plus one. It's 21. 21. 21. I love math. So. Plus, plus how stalwart I am in the face <laughs> of this guy. I am I am so unafraid that he, he is a child to me in a, in a Chuck E. Cheese costume. Do they turn back? Because that was a one crit. That was a critical roll. I got a 21, though. The earth things the mistress does not know about. We will not fight you here, but we don't have to stay. Um, yes, you do. And then they begin to leave. Abandoning us will be the last mistake of your lives. I'm going to roll to destroy these vampires. No, no, don't. We can talk to them, but we shouldn't waste our magic on them. I don't, I'm not wasting any magic. I'm just wasting help. And I will also, die. Also, if we, if we fight them, we'll aggro them. We, sh- we, should, if, we should convert them to our side or just let them leave. We shouldn't fight them. I mean, it, it's, it's your character. If As your character would do that. No, but, I wouldn't like, do that. I'm just mad. Oh, I'm, I'm scared. Disgusting. So you're going to let them go? I mean, I was, I was saying something as I left. Can I try and... One Can more I say one last pers- thing? Yeah, I was like, sorry. You guys can both roll individual persuasions. Coolio. Abandoning me would be the worst mistake of your life. There are things in this universe. Secrets only I know. I'd like to... Do I I have like a cloth or something that I can use to hold up the vision stone without touching it? Yeah. Okay, so I'd like to keep a strong grasp on it, but I'd like to hold it up and show it to them. Following me will give you access to a power you can only dream of. I want to put it back. I'm going to roll persuasion. Nat 20. Nat 20? Nat 20 for my persuasion. So that's a 25. So. So you show them the vision cell. And I quick put it back. And you quick put it back. I quick put it back. But they saw it. Yeah. So you rolled a nat 20. So normally that means something succeeds. But you showed them the vision stone. And as they see the vision stone, you you see their eyes like lock on to the stone itself. And they see you put it back in your pocket. And they're just like watching that pocket. All 20 of them eyes just on that pocket. Santana? I got 25. Alright, that's the best persuasion I could try. Oh, I'm gonna take my stone out. Ugh. Yeah, I gotta... Ah. So I try to reason with them. Uh-huh. I'm gonna put... I'm gonna pull the hay. I need you to know if that we go down, you go down. Because I will bring you down with us. Because you attacked as a unit. So you're trying to intimidate them? Yeah. 
you bet your sweet ass I am. And I'll get a roll. I swear to God. <gasps> I got a math 22. So, eyes locked firmly on the stone in Rokander's pocket. They feel the radiance of your Vakonic cloak washing over them as you as you loom over them in anger. As your words bounce off your tongue, it taps at them like individual bullets punctuating sentences. And then some of them drag their eyes away and they look at you and you see fear in their eyes. Good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Rokander, please. That wasn't you. I'm glad they're afraid of you. Oh, okay. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I try to have that effect on vampires. So, they stay, but you see them starting to sit down in a praying position. Who are they looking at when they pray? Or what are they looking at? Towards the person that said the speech. That mound of flesh and cloth. Oh, the dude. The the big bad. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant um, Santana, like her speech. No, I know. Um, can I put? Can I do another persuasion? I, I think we've I think we, we've done enough. Get, yeah, I think I think we've kind of exhausted that. Ezra. Ugh. Hello. You heard a pretty big explosion a while ago, but it's all it seems to all be quiet now. Indeed, it does. Yep. From behind uh, where the battle's taking place, mm-hmm. as expected. Yeah. The vampires are pretty close. Is there anything you want to prepare that before they get there, or? Mm. So what? I, let, let me just take stock of what I got. Um, the forty vampires behind me—they're looking pretty regal, pretty menacing, pretty on my side, pretty, pretty chill. Rawa go mistress and all that. Rawa go mistress. Sorry, okay. I hate to interrupt you. It's twenty vampires behind you. Forty. For no, sorry, I. That's my bad. Sorry, I confused your vampires with those vampires. I was so I was so wrong. I mean, they can join me whenever they want. Anyways. Yeah, that might turn to sixty pretty soon. So, um, and how many vampires are coming again? You don't know. Sar never gave you an am- a number. Okay. She looks at Meldor briefly and is like, Meldor, you got my back if this thing turns sour, right? I'm pretty sure it's not gonna kind of have a way with, you know, the people. And she gestures to the ones following them, the vampires. And it's like, but... I'm by your side until the end. Cool. Um, we might not do all that. We might just, like, pop in, close it behind us, pop back into the whole fray but at the same time I don't want to leave all these stragglers out so we'll see we'll see the numbers we'll see if we can take them we'll do a little sub nod or something we'll make meaningful eye contact if we can't um <laughs> got it but just be ready if it looks like we can let's uh you know let's just be ready and maybe set up a booby trap in case it looks like we can't. 
So what I'm thinking is pull spikes, cover it. That way all it takes is one move, uncover it, everyone drops spikes, boom. We can do that. Sounds good? Yes. Sounds delicious. Yes. Sounds tasty. Um, let's go. Then we'll cover up and make it look all friendly-like. Maybe add some flowers. I don't know. Okay. So, Derek, quick out-of-character question regarding making a pit with spikes in it. Mm-hmm. Could she do that with one use of Azel's shield if she just, like, as she's moving the earth, she leaves the earth required for the spikes in place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So you go ahead and make it? Yeah. Okay, you make you go ahead and make the pit with the spikes. Uh, Meldor will make just the cover over it. Cool. And quick question, how how large is this pit that you're making? Um, so we have twenty feet in front of us. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's, or is that ten? That's, is it that's, five and five? Yeah, five, five. That's ten. Then that's a whole ten. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how close they're gonna get. Let's say they get this close, that area right in front of us. Okay. What if they stop before that? No. They, well, they, they want to chase you. They have to go through I mean, that. If they, if they have to get to you, they got to go through there. Yeah, they're not warriors. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. They're just using their hands to fight this, you. This is a booby trap right here. Okay. Get him right there with the... Well, oh. with the... Yeah. Sorry. So you set a booby trap, and as you put the last finishing touches of it... The vanguard of the vamp of the vampire horde makes their way through the corridor. Just gonna. How many is this looking like? You can't see the end. Cool. Are they uh, looking friendly? Are they many, looking like they're ready for a good time? How many can she see? You can see about a hundred. Whoop! Cool. What the? My crowd looking receptive tonight. Um, they look jumpy. Ooh. Desperate. Desperate. I'm hungry. Hungry. All right. Um, Looking for a leader to sate their hunger. Ooh. Nice. Can we get a pedestal? Is that a little too much? If you want to do it. I want a pedestal. We're going to... Go for the theatrics. Boom. Pedestal. Meldor, you're going to stay down there. This is a one-woman show, but feel free to have some, you know, have some presence, have some body. Don't lose it. Don't get loose just because I'm up here. <laughs> and Ezra limbers up. She shakes out her limbs. She cracks her knuckles. Do they say anything to start, or is it just all her? They look confused. Hello, where are y'all on your way to tonight? We were called by the darkness. Ah, yes, yes. That would be me. (laughs) That would be me. So you got my call, great. Are y'all ready? You do not sound like the caller. Their voice, sweet, sickly. I got a 22. I am the caller, bitch. <laughs> We're not gonna say it like that. I rolled a, um, 
I rolled a 16, and I get plus 6 to deception. So. You get nothing from Meldor. That's all right. Meldor, I'll take care of this one. Yeah, I sound a little different over, you know, the the phone, the airwaves, if you will. <laughs> she's, she's got a cold. It's like, the darkness sometimes gets sick. Don't worry about it. All right. So what I wanted to talk to you about is... I have a great opportunity for you. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to sell a timeshare. <laughs> and that's to be on the winning team of this shakedown. That's about to happen. I just want a little pep talk before we got into, you know, the real battle nitty gritty. I, just, I, I figured you guys deserve that much. But you see, I have but a for- portion of my force behind me. And you're welcome to join us. This is the first and final offer. You're already here, so I'm assuming you're on board. I come from a long lineage of power. Something I imagine every single one of you desires especially considering your affliction. And I've come here to offer you a hand in it. Follow me and the destruction I have planned won't fall upon you as well. I called you here for a purpose and you can either carry out that purpose or be destroyed by it. Beyond those doors is a force set, well, there's no doors, but you get it, is a force set on annihilation. Bind yourselves to me And the, bu- and the blood will pour down in torrents upon us. Oh, <laughs> the collar in the dark. The one, one of the vampires that kind of took themselves as like leader of this group of vampires kind of steps forward. The collar in the dark. They said they could do things that we couldn't dream of. What can you do that we couldn't? What help will they be if they're dead? (laughs) He left it to your dreams? Your imaginations are too puny for what I have in mind. The fact that he trusted them at all means that his ideas were too small. Yeah. You were the caller in the dark. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, well then stop questioning if I'm the caller in the dark. I mean, if I'm the caller in the dark, why are you talking like I'm not the caller in the dark? I'm the caller in the 
Wait, I'm confused now. I so just, do they believe that I'm the color in the dark or not? I was just saying it sounded like you were you were talking about the color in the dark in a third person point of view as if it was someone else. And I was just reminding if you want to convince them you're the color in the dark, maybe don't like do that. Sorry, I should have interrupted you. I, I totally cut off your phone. No, That's my like, fault. it's cool. I'm just confused now. You didn't see what your speech was done, so I was waiting for it. Oh, well, I thought the response was like, oh, this other person is the color like in the dark, so I assumed I failed. That No, that 20 was to be like, okay, they're not the literally hundreds of them that are right there aren't just going to attack and try and tear you apart. Oh. So they're just like, they're still hearing you out. Oh, okay. They're just like, hey, show us that you can do something that we can't do. So you just gotta do some do some magic. Pull a, pull a rabbit out of a hat. Okay. Okay. Break dance, break Because when they were like, yeah. And they were referring to the caller, but they weren't calling me the caller, I assume my role failed. Some of them are unconvinced. You got a few of them are just like, hey, shut up, this is the caller of the darkness. How do we know she's the caller of the darkness? She hasn't proven anything yet. I've never seen the caller of the darkness. I don't know. I don't know what they look like. All right, I'm just asking a question here, David. All right, calm down. So, God, David. obviously, okay. obviously, I support the caller in the dark. I'm just saying, is that her? Okay. Meldor looks at the vampires. Well, looks down at them. They're all kind of intimidated by him. He's a big hunk of flesh. Oof. He's the mound of flesh. The caller of the dark. Caller of dark. So, it's a vampire that can do things that no one else can. Ezra, place your weapon on the ground. Take it away. And Ezra, with a lot of pomp and ceremony, takes off her glove to make sure the brand is shining full force make, before making contact and ceremoniously pulling her Kenovo out and doing as Meldor said. The caller of the darkness is the only one that can wield this weapon gifted by ancient vampire lords at, this, at the beginning of time. Watch. Meldor tries to lift it up. It doesn't budge. Any naysayer to saying that she isn't the call of the darkness, try and lift the weapon. That one in the front does it. You know, he's pre- he's been pretty chill, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to be the representative for everyone, and I'm going to touch it. <laughs> I'm going to try and pick it up. Thanks. So he walks up. He expects it a bit. He grips the hill. And he dies. Any other takers? No. He was just a curious sort. Roll intimidation. With my strength or with my charisma? Whichever one you want. I want it with my strength. My muscles are full bulge. Just like full on flexing, like, yeah. I, I have been. Color of the dark is swole. I want you to know that ever since I got limber at the front, I have been steadily 
flexing my muscle definition with every... So you've been, you've been holding your breath and like pushing out your muscles a bit more. Yeah. Like when I took out the Kenobo, every sing- those deltoids were popping. You want to try picking up this Kenobo right here? Uh, Welcome to the Kenobo uh, show. Ooh, ooh. Anyways, I got t- unnatural 20. Okay. This one. They cower. And then they collapse and pray. Bind yourselves to me as your new mistress. And you too might be able to get even a fraction of my unfathomable power. And for those of you who can't do math, add someone explain it to me. Even a fraction of the unfathomable is infinite. Ooh, we got a little. That's just semantics. And she poses a little, I'm not going to lie. She, she flexes. What should we call you, mistress? Got to warn me if I'm going to get a name. I got to think about this shit. <laughs> yeah, that, all, that super awesome lead up to it. And it's like, okay, cool. We're totally on your side. What do we call you? <laughs> I need a minute to think. I need a cool sounding name. Don't worry. I, I asked you that. I'm going to pause it and then give you time to think of a name. Thanks. Okay. Can I? That was a super. So what do we call you, mistress? And Ezra smiles because now she knows she's got them. She brings herself to full height, picks the Kenovo back up, and slings it back on her back. It's like, you may call me Nyx. Right now, guys, let's party. And that's where we're in the episode for today. <laughs>